What's up, Flaggerfellas Sports fans? I'm your host, Chris. I want to apologize real quick for the huge leave of absence I've been on. But I am back, and I'm going today I'm going to do a quick week one analysis of the games from week one uh, for the NFL, and I'm going to drop my week two predictions real quick. So the Cowboys at the Buccaneers game, Buccaneers won by two points. Uh, I want to just say the Cowboys really impressed me in this game. The Buccaneers really... Uh, I, I thought that the Buccaneers were going to blow out the Cowboys here, but Prescott showed out, and the, the Buccaneers probably got a little bit of, of a lucky call with Chris Godwin's push-off at the end of the game. Moving on to the Sunday games, the Eagles at the Falcons. Again, I was very uh, another team that really impressed me, the Eagles. Somehow uh, the NFC East seems to be getting better, but... The Eagles won 32-6 to over Atlanta. I was not expecting that at all. I was thinking that Jalen Hurts was terrible uh, before this week, and he still might not have the greatest numbers this season, but he really showed that he can be good. And I was shocked that the Falcons couldn't even put up points because they have they just added Kyle Pitts. They still have Calvin Ridley. They still have Matt Ryan, who's a good quarterback, but it just seems like the Falcons can never put it together. Uh, next up, the Steelers at the Bills. This game shocked me as a Steelers fan. I'm super pumped about it, but the Steelers really did not play that well in my opinion. I feel like the Bills honestly kind of blew the game. Uh, that blocked punt was the difference maker as the Steelers won by seven, and the Steelers got a touchdown off that blocked punt. So might not that's not going to happen every week, but the Steelers really showed out and played a much better game than I thought they would. Their offense is still concerning to me, but their defense is amazing. The, uh, on the Bills' side, it is concerning to me that the, they couldn't put up any points, even though it is Pittsburgh's defense. Still, you, do, you would have expected a bigger game from uh, Josh Allen. Next up, we have Vikings at Bengals. This game was another shocker. The Bengals, uh, I expected the Bengals to be absolutely awful, which they probably will end up being, uh, taking a lot of losses this season and be last, and I expect them to be last in the AFC North still, but they played better than I thought they would, and the Vikings seem to be putting on another disappointing uh, campaign here. As uh, I will I will say, though, Dalvin Cook was definitely not down, and the refs definitely bailed out the Bengals in that one, and the Vikings probably would have won, but still the Vikings should not have even been uh, near overtime with the Bengals. They're a much better talent-wise team than the Bengals. Next up, there's the 49ers at the Lions. 49ers only won by 8 points, but they were up by huge margin, 38. It was 38-10, to 10, I believe, at one point. And the Lions got a, uh, multiple late touchdowns and recovered an onside kick to bring it within 8. That game was not as close as the score. Next up, the Cardinals at the Titans. Another super impressive team in the Cardinals and a very disappointing out output from the Titans. The Titans, we know that their defense is not the best, but... The Titans really are going to have to show out on offense much better than they did in in this in this game, as Julio Jones didn't really seem to make that big of an impact, and they they barely gave the ball to Derrick Henry mainly because they had to keep throwing it because they were down by so much. Uh, but even when they were throwing it, it still didn't it still didn't work out. Uh, you know, even down by 20 points, 25 points, they still couldn't really put together a big scoring drive in the throwing game. Um, let's see here. So the next game that we have is the Seahawks at the Colts. This game was one of the few games this week that pretty much went exactly as I expected. The Colts 
do not seem. Uh, their offense is a bit lackluster. Carson Wentz didn't play that bad this week, but I don't expect Carson Wentz to be very good. Carson Wentz was terrible last season, and I really am a lot uh, more down on him than a lot of other people. I don't think that this new coach, uh, or I don't think that Frank Reich, having worked with him in Philadelphia, I don't think it matters. I think Carson Wentz is a bit of a lost cause at this point, especially with his foot injury that's going to keep nagging at him this year. And the Seahawks, the Seahawks are always going to be good if they have Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll. No matter what, they're going to have good offense. They they only gave up 16 points of defense, though. Again, the Colts' offense is a bit lackluster, in my opinion. Next up, we have the Chargers at Washington. Chargers put up a four-point victory over Washington. This, again, was not that surprising of a game. Unfortunately, Ryan Fitzpatrick for Washington got, took a big hit and got injured. But Justin Herbert had a big day. Uh, only one touchdown, but a lot of yards. 337. Uh, the Chargers actually were able to close out a game, uh, a close game, which they were not able to do at all last season. So definitely looking like brighter things are ahead for the Chargers as they step in. They have a lot of talent, so I don't expect them. I expect them to be a, a very close to the playoffs, but not quite make it this season. Next up is the Jets at the Panthers, two teams that are probably going to uh, with very uh, low wind, uh, very low wind totals on the season, but the Panthers are likely a bit better, and they did come out with the victory. Uh, Zach Wilson seemed okay in this one. Nothing like crazy, crazy impressive, but he was able to at least throw two touchdowns, and it is week one for a rookie quarterback. Moving on to another rookie quarterback, we have the Jaguars and the Texans. Uh, shockingly, the Texans put up a pretty sizable victory over Jacksonville, 37-21, to the Texans looked at uh, the Texans are not going to be good by any means. They they could lose every game from here on out, but they're at least better than a lot of people directed them to be. I feel like uh, people saying that they were going 0 17 were going a bit over exaggerating, only because I feel like it's even it's just so hard to lose 17 straight games. But again, they are very uh, low on talent. They don't have Deshaun Watson because of his cases, so. We'll see uh, how that materializes in the future, but the Texans will have a bad record. The Jaguars will have a bad record, but the Jaguars do have Trevor Lawrence, so their their future is going to end up looking up, in my opinion, because Trevor Lawrence will come into his own. The Browns at the Chiefs, two teams that are looking to be very good this season. Of course, uh, the Chiefs ended up pulling it off, thirty-three to twenty-nine. Big big reason why was the they uh, sorry. The Browns punter decided to run with the football instead of punting it away after he fumbled, which led to a subsequent Chiefs touchdown, and that was the end of the game. As the Browns couldn't really get a ton going on offense in the second half, they scored 22 of their 29 in the first half, whereas the Chiefs do what the Chiefs do. They scored 23 in the second half, coming back from down 22-10 to to win at home against Cleveland. The Dolphins at the Patriots, the Dolphins eked out a one-point victory over the Patriots. They were able to hold hold the Patriots' offense pretty well, though Mac Jones did have a good day. Very high completion percentage, about 75%. Uh, but at the end of the game, Damian Harris, the Patriots running back, they had a, a great drive going. They were down inside the red zone. 
getting ready to at least kick a go-ahead field goal with about five minutes left. But Damian Harris did fumble, I'm sure, and uh, they lost the game because of this. I'm sure Bill Belichick will have given him some sort of stern, uh, will have told him something. Uh, he might, we'll, we'll see about Damian Harris going into the future because you cannot make those mistakes, uh, especially if Bill Belichick is your coach. Moving on, probably the biggest surprise of the week, the Packers lose to the Saints 38-3. to I think that saying that Aaron Rodgers isn't trying or that the Packers will be bad this season is a huge overreaction. I think that it's just one game. Teams, Every team has a bad week. Uh, it's just the way that the NFL season works. Only a couple teams have ever went 16-0, and and the one team, you know, the most recent team to go 16-0, the 2007 Patriots, still lost in the Super Bowl. So I don't expect, you know, teams to be good every week, and the Packers just got their bad week out of the way. I expect them to win easily in Detroit next week, but we'll get into that in a bit. The Broncos of the Giants. The Broncos beat the Giants 27-13. to The Giants look pathetic as usual. They are the one team in the NFC East that's just not improving. Daniel Jones is just awful. He fumbles all the time. And if I were the Giants and Saquon Barkley, they've ruined Saquon Barkley with their terrible offensive line. He gets he gets blown up way too much, stuffed, and there's nothing he can do about it. So I would say just blow up their offense, try to pick up a rookie quarterback, and try to fix your offensive line probably before you do that because the next rookie quarterback is just going to get pressured all the time too. Uh, not a surprising Sunday night football with the Rams blowing out the Bears. Andy Dalton is Andy Dalton. He's not very good. Uh, we we know this already. Justin Fields is, going, is probably better, but they do want to just save him for now, which I can understand as it, it is better, in my opinion, to get a guy to develop. Unless he's just that guy, like a Trevor Lawrence, Peyton Manning type prospect. But Andy Dalton, of course, did not play very well. And the Rams got the easy victory, as their defense is probably still one of the top three defenses in the entire league. Next up, we have the Ravens at the Raiders. This was one of the best games maybe I've ever seen. Uh, it was a crazy ending, but the Raiders eked out the victory, which is which was very surprising to me. I thought the Ravens were going to come out and easily win. The Ravens definitely are going to have to figure out their running, uh, their running back situation, who's starting as... Uh, but uh, I, I will say Tyson, Tyson Williams had nine carries for 65 yards. I would look for them to give him the ball more. Uh, though he did have a 35-yard run, so besides that, he had eight carries for 30 yards. So that would be a little under four yards a carry. But I don't think that they're going to be able to just run Lamar uh, and make him pass the make him run and pass the entire area because that's just too much work to put on a singular guy, no matter how good he is. So anyways, moving on, we are finally at the point uh, with predictions for the week. Let me take this one second just to pause here. If you are still listening, I really appreciate it. I just want to say please check out the YouTube channel. It's the exact same name, Flag or Foul Sports. Uh, that's all I got to say about that. Uh, even if you just click the view button, just click the button to give it a view. If you could like it, that would be awesome. If you subscribe to the channel... All that good stuff. Awesome. Thank you so much. Even if you're just listening on Spotify. So anyways, Thursday Night Football, 
which at the time that this is posted will be this morning. Uh, will be it will be this night. The Giants at Washington. Uh, I have the I have Washington winning, even though the Giants have uh, won every game with Daniel Jones starting against Washington. I I just don't see how the Giants are better than could be better than Washington right now. Uh, Washington just has a really good defense. The Giants have not a very good offense. That's all I got to say about them. So anyways, moving on from that game. Oh, and Washington's a three and a half point favorite. I would say Washington covers that. Cincinnati at Chicago. Chicago is a two and a half point favorite. I am not taking Chicago in the spread uh, if I had to pick, but I, I, I do think that Chicago will win the game. Chicago, I do think, just has a better all-around team. I think that Joe Burrow and the Bengals kind of did get, just kind of came out and had one of their, probably last week was going to be one of their better weeks of the entire season. And I think Chicago is coming off of a big loss to the Rams and is looking to bounce back against one of the worst teams in the league. So I think Chicago is going to pick up the win at home. Next up is the Houston Texans at the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland is a 12.5 point favorite. I expect the Browns to, coming off a loss to the Chiefs, uh, moving on to play one of the worst teams, probably, uh, I would say the worst talent-wise team in the NFL, the Houston Texans, at home. There's no way that the Browns lose this game. The Browns easily win. The Rams at the Colts. So this is a tough. this is a tougher one. But I do think that the Rams win. The Rams are three and a half point favorites. I would say not cover. I would say the Colts win that spread. But the Rams, uh, just because of the Colts' defense. But the Rams do have a better offense, so they could put up points and and possibly blow out the Colts. But I don't think that'll happen. I think that the Rams will pick up a small margin of victory. Next up, we have the Bills at the Dolphins. Buffalo is a three and a half point favorite. I think that Buffalo looks to bounce back against a defense that's still very, very good, but just not quite like Pittsburgh. I think Josh Allen will turn back to his uh, self from last season, and I also think that the Bills kind of have the Dolphins' number, as we saw last season. They beat them. Uh, I don't even remember how bad they beat them in the final game of last season, but I believe they scored fifty on them. So, anyways, I have Buffalo winning and covering that three and a half. Next up, we have the Patriots at the Jets. Uh, New England is a six-point favorite. I would take New England as a spread and as an all-out victory. New England just has straight up a better team and is looking to bounce back off of a close loss just last week. Next up is San Francisco at Philadelphia. I think that the Eagles had one of their better or another team that had one of their better weeks of the year last year not last year one of their better weeks of the year last week sorry I think I might have messed that up again one of their better weeks for the year last week and I think that San Francisco is a better team that's going to be able to just run through them I think that San Francisco covers the three-point spread and wins and they are favored by three points I think they cover that sorry the Raiders at the Steelers. Pittsburgh is a five and a half point favorite. I would actually, t- I'm actually going to take the Raiders in this spread, but I'm going to pick the Steelers to win the game. The Raiders' offense is high powered with Darren Waller, but I do think that the Steelers have enough 
to at least slow them down. And I think that Pittsburgh will ultimately call them out with a close win. Uh, the Saints at the Panthers is next. The Saints are three-point favorites for the day. I'm going to take the Saints in spread and for the Saints to pick up the road win. I think that the Saints right now are just riding high off the win, and I think that they're going to come in and beat a team that, frankly, they are more talented than in Carolina. And they also have the facilities on defense, uh, on their defensive front with Cam, people like Cam Jordan, that they can slow down Christian McCaffrey enough to just make it easier to stop the Panthers' offense overall. Then next up, we have the Broncos of the Jaguars. The Broncos are six-point favorites in Jacksonville. I'm going to take Jacksonville to cover the spread there, but I do think Denver picks up the victory. There, making the Broncos 2-0, the Jaguars 0-2. The Vikings at the Cardinals. I'm going to go with the Vikings, uh, or I'm sorry, the Cardinals are 3.5-point favorites. I think the Cardinals are a much better team than the Vikings at this point. I think that Kyler, I don't really think that the Vikings have anyone on defense to stop Kyler Murray, and I expect this to actually be a blowout. Uh, that's, that's what I'm going to call as a blowout. The Atlanta Falcons at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay is a 12.5-point favorite. I'll take Tampa Bay to win, but not to cover that 12.5-point spread. Uh, it seems like Atlanta just has, you know, you never know which team, which Atlanta team is going to come out, if they're going to have a fluke good week or a fluke bad week. And they just used their bad week last week, so I'm going to go, I'm going to say that they come out, have a fluke good week. Maybe Kyle Pitts goes f- for his first career touchdown. And they take a closer loss, at least than 12.5 points. I say probably around 10 points. The Cowboys at the Chargers. Uh, so the Chargers are a three-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm actually just going to go with the Cowboys to straight up uh, win the game. I think that the Cowboys have... I think that this game's going to be a shootout, and I just think that overall uh, that, that plays more into the Cowboys' brand of football. Even though the Chargers have a do have a pretty decent defense, I just think that the Cowboys will be able to come in and take, take a win on the road. Next up is the Titans at the Seahawks. Uh, this is the last 3.30 game window. Um, uh, 3.30 central time, that is, sorry. Of the week. Uh, and Tennessee did not show me anything that says that they can... Uh, after they get embarrassed by Arizona at home, that doesn't tell me anything that they can beat the Seahawks on the road. So I'm going to go with the Seahawks take the win over them and Seattle is a five and a half point favorite I think that I am going to take I would take the Titans in that spread next up is the Chiefs at the Ravens uh, for Sunday Night Football the Chiefs just for whatever reason seem to have the Ravens number and Patrick Mahomes is just so good and the Raiders even the Raiders were able to pick up a lot of points put up a lot of points on Baltimore's defense so I expect more of the same. I don't think that this game will be close. I think Kansas City will blow them out even in Baltimore. And the final game of the weekend. I guess this is not the weekend. That would not be the weekend anymore. But Monday night football is the Detroit Lions at the Green Bay Packers. I'm not sure whose idea it was to put this game on Monday night football as this will likely be a huge blowout in my opinion. I think the Packers coming off a loss want to prove to everyone that they are still really good. 
because I really do think that they are still really good. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to have a big day, and I think that they're going to uh, show that they can run the ball too with Aaron Jones, which they weren't able to do much last week since they were trailing the whole game. And they'll overall just play play their game and be able to... Um, I apologize. They're all overall just be able to more, more play their game, and Detroit's just not very good, so... I'm going to go with they cover that 11-point spread uh, at home at Lambeau Field. So that's all for the uh, week's predictions. If you disagree with me really badly on any takes uh, for any games this week, uh, go comment on the YouTube channel, Flag or Foul Sports. Really appreciate, again, any view uh, or any stream even on Spotify. And thank you very much. I'm out.